Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. I hope you guys had the best Christmas. It's always so busy and so fun and just a great time during the holidays, but I hope you guys are just having a great week and and hopefully everything's starting to die down and the new year's coming up, so it's just a whole bunch is happening right now, but I hope you're still finding time to um, spend time with the Lord, spend time with your family and friends, and just take that necessary break because you've been working hard. But today, we're going to talk about something I get a lot of when you guys message me and ask for advice. This topic often pops up. The person I'm dating doesn't believe in God. What do I do? Or the person I'm dating has a different religion. Most often, it's they just don't believe in God. Um, And a lot of the times, it is that they respect their boundaries and different things like that. And that there's still that respectful relationship. But the person that they're dating doesn't believe that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. And then I also hear the question of, can I change them? Should I just break up with them? Or should I kind of help them or like lead them to Jesus and things like that? So all logical questions, of course, that you would wonder. But just because I hear this so often, I thought it would be great to do a podcast episode around this topic. And just in case anyone else needs help with this or needs advice with this and And just to start out with, I do not know everything. I'm not an expert on this topic or the Bible, but I'm teaching you and giving you advice based on biblical truth and God's word. Um, I do my research. It's all biblically sound and I try my best to do so. And so all of these topics and episodes we post, I hope you explore the ideas on your own and definitely pray about them and, and reach out to others you know if you need help, specifically with this dating idea. And personally, I'm just going to let you guys know I have not dated someone or been in a situationship with someone who did not believe in Jesus. And we're talking about any level of faith, but bare minimum believed and knew that Jesus is their savior. Though I do know people who have been in this situation and I have dated people who have different religions or beliefs or their their beliefs just didn't line up with theirs. And so that is their story to tell. So like I said today, I'll be helping you figure this out relevant to your relationship based on what the Bible teaches us. This is a real red flag for me personally, just because I know how much of my world revolves around Jesus and how all of my decision making is brought to the Lord. So it's kind of a deal breaker to not have a partner that can support you in that way and help you through those processes and bring biblical truth and pray for you and all of those things. And my other immediate thought around this topic is always kids. Raising a kid in a household with two religions or two different belief systems or one person that believes in Jesus or one that doesn't would be really hard. But that's for a whole nother, whole nother episode. That's a whole nother thing. But to not get ahead of ourselves and to think specifically about dating, you're actually in a really great place to think about this, to reflect on this, and really start to answer this question and ask these questions because dating's great because it isn't permanent. We know dating isn't specifically addressed in the Bible, marriage is, and we hear followers of Christ say all the time, you date to marry. So you are dating someone to find out if this is someone you could marry or if this is the one God has for you 
to marry if that is a part of his plan for you. And I heard the analogy that dating is like the airport before the vacation. Like you don't hang out in the airport for your whole life for long periods of time. Dating is that time where it's almost like an interview um, type process is you're finding out everything you can about this person because you can always break up with them. Like, dating is not permanent, like we said, and and it's a lot different than the bond of marriage and what we're told marriage is in the Bible. So, it's like an airport. You stop out at the airport for a little bit before you reach your final destination, which is marriage. Like I said earlier, if it's a part of God's plan for you, because not everyone gets married, but that's also a separate topic. But I think that's really the beauty of marriage and I know a lot of people will date for a really long time for different reasons like maybe financially they can't get married yet or all kinds of different things like this but I I don't think we're ever supposed to just sit in this season or time of dating someone without that marriage because God just designed it that way and I also think we see instances in the Bible where um, people marry so that they don't continue to sin or like there's different things like this because I think also the longer you date the more you know that person and the more likely you are to get more comfortable kind of let your boundaries down and maybe cross lines you didn't want to before marriage so I think we need to know that um, dating is flexible and you are here in this situation right now to get to know everything about that person and um, based on this question you're here to learn about obviously you've you know that the person you're dating does not believe in Jesus so you're wondering what the next steps are to take and you're kind of in a sticky situation here where I'm sure you love that person or you have really strong feelings for that person and so you, I think you can sometimes take on this role of like, I need to be their savior and I need to make sure they believe in Jesus because like I said, I haven't experienced this in a dating relationship, but I've just experienced this with other relationships in my life where when they don't believe in Jesus, you almost want to become the one that causes them to believe in Jesus. But The thing is, you can lead them to Jesus, you can support them in their walk and faith if they choose so, and all these things while you're not dating. And so, you don't need to plant, you could plant a seed, you could be there for them, you could do Bible studies with them, all these things, and lead them to Jesus without dating them. And so, I think me personally, if I was in this situation, it's almost like you can't be attached to this person because it's like if you break up with them because of this, then I could lose them forever. But I think that's also the growth in your faith is like we we lose people in life. God brings people into your life for a reason and he takes them out of it. And so it's just one of those things of like people and things of this world we're not supposed to be so grasped onto because God is going to move us. He's going to make us flexible and he wants us to be moldable. And so he's going to sometimes bring people in and out of our lives. And so it's a hard situation. And I know a lot of you guys who are asking this question, like, don't want to lose that person. And I have talked to some people who who bring this question to me. And I've, I have had an individual who said that they are breaking up with 
their significant other because it's just kind of the right thing for them to do to not only strengthen their faith but also just to let that other person figure out what's going on and I do think that's the smart move but like I said I haven't been in that situation and I can't tell you that I'd be strong enough to do so but I also think if you're a follower of Christ and when you start out dating you're going to look for someone who is that godly man or that godly woman who is already pursuing the Lord. And it's just going to set you up for success. And I think, I don't know, but I think maybe some of these relationships, maybe you came to Christ while you were dating this person. So maybe you were both unbelievers before so. And I'm just coming up with scenarios, but that could definitely make it harder. But I think me personally, when I was looking for someone to date, which honestly... I had to stop looking in order for it to be successful because I needed to let God take the wheel um, because I was good at forcing things. So yeah, I had to stop looking and I had to start looking at Jesus. So I had to stop looking for that person for me and I had to start looking at Jesus. And that's when Jesus led me to Wyatt, which it's been great. He's a believer as well. And I do think when we met, we were at different levels of our faith, which is fine. Um, He knew that Jesus was his Lord and Savior and he was living for the Lord and um, things like that. And everybody's at different levels of their faith, different strengths than their faith and their trust in God. So that's not an issue. And um, we've also grown in our relationship to know that our relationship with Jesus is separate from each other. Jesus is at the center of our relationship, but we're still, our relationship with Jesus is separate. It's not tied to our relationship. That's the other thing of, like, if you don't want to lose this person, like, the harsh way to look at it, I guess, is is you're not losing Jesus. Is you staying with this person who is not a believer going to risk you losing Jesus? And... I'm, I'm most definitely not saying like, oh, close this person out, never talk to them again because they're not a believer. That absolutely not. I just think maybe you need to have some tough conversations with them and let them know where you're at, what you're thinking, and kind of go from there. But I'm done kind of rambling. I'm going to look into some scripture around this topic about equally yoked and all that good stuff. Um, just so you guys can kind of know that I'm I'm bringing you the Bible. Don't worry, I'm not just rambling. <laughs> so most commonly, you hear the phrase that we must be equally yoked. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it basically means to have the same beliefs or values in the sense of, in this topic, of believing and living for the Lord. To be equally yoked, both living and pursuing the Lord. And it specifically says in the Bible two very clear instances that can help us answer and talk about this topic. In 1 Corinthians 7:39, it says, A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes. But he must belong to the Lord. So here we see it fairly clearly stated, he must belong to the Lord. So here, this is the sense of remarrying. But here we're pretty plainly told that who we marry must belong to the Lord and they must be pursuing the Lord. And then in 2 Corinthians six fourteen through 15 it says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? So here, once again, it's using the language unequally yoked. 
And so I think specifically when we hear this and when we read about this in the Bible, we need to know that it's not saying don't be friends with unbelievers, like don't associate with unbelievers, all these different things, because we're still called to be that light, to plant that seed and to share Jesus with others. And I think friendship with this is a is another topic, but specifically with dating to marry. And like I said earlier, if you're following the Lord, you're dating to marry if that is in God's will. And so, we're told here to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So, for a relation to be successful in the sense of the relationship not hindering your journey and your relationship with the Lord, then I highly recommend, and the Bible highly recommends, you to date and marry a believer, someone who's also following after the Lord. And if you just think about it, like life events, life paths, living for the Lord, all of those things will be different in a relationship that is split in these beliefs. Like, will you go to church by yourself or will he come with you? Um, what about when you're going to tithe? Is your spouse or, or who you're dating, if this applies, going to be upset with you? Or are you going to have to keep fun separate? Like, there's just so many, like, things you're going to have to think through and try to troubleshoot because the person you're dating or marrying or whatever does not believe in the Lord. And for me, Jesus is the best thing in my life. It's such a huge part of my life. And, um... So, to even imagine dating or bringing someone into my world who I'm about to have this uh, deep relationship with who doesn't believe in the Lord, I just can't imagine that. So, if you're already dating someone who does not believe in the Lord, what I would do in my situation is I would break up with them or I would talk to them about it and being like, I need this for me. I need to take this time to get closer to the Lord. If they don't like it, then then that really helps you out, I think. Because obviously that's not going to be easy to have that kind of conversation. But I think the other trap you can get into is like, will this person change? Shouldn't I stay with him? So that, or what if this person does change? Well, you know what? If that person changes, if they decide to follow Jesus down the road, and if it's in God's plan for you two to be married, then it will happen. So if you guys break up right now to either just you pursue the Lord or for both of you to pursue the Lord on your own, and it is meant for you to be married, then that will be done because it's in God's will. So I don't think you breaking up with this person is the end of the world because if it's going to bring you closer to Jesus if it's going to strengthen your relationship with Jesus then that's awesome but then obviously you need to kind of exit that relationship in the right way to your best of your ability which you can't control what people think you want to make sure you're not completely like hurting this person to the point where they're like now completely hardened and turned away from Jesus and everything because of this whole thing which I think if you're in a healthy relationship right now and they care for you, and you sit down and have this conversation, I don't think there's going to be these hard feelings like that. But like I said, I can't speak for everybody's relationship. But my advice would be to evaluate that, and and probably the best thing to do is if you're dating to separate. Because like I told you, dating is not that permanent kind of bond 
and union that we learn about as marriage in the Bible. So you're really in a great flexible place right now to get closer to the Lord, learn more about yourself, and just work on all those things. So also, I wouldn't push it. Like if you're struggling with this thing right now where you're like, oh, I just really love this guy. We kind of have this thing. We've been talking and stuff, but he doesn't believe in Jesus. Then I really think you can just keep that as a friendship and be that person he can turn to and and kind of just keep it that way because I think it's going to get it's going to get tough especially if you want that relationship to even go further and you don't want it to um, come between your relationship with Jesus then it can kind of be hard but like I said I'm not an expert on this topic I think this is a super interesting topic and definitely definitely something interesting to navigate in 2020 and I know there's Quite a few relationships out there, I'm sure, that um, are between believers and non-believers. But, yeah, it's just kind of an interesting thing. And like I said, just for me personally, I never went down that road to try to date anyone who didn't believe in Jesus. Because I just kind of knew what I wanted. And I knew that I just wanted a relationship that was Christ-centered. And I think if you get into a relationship with someone who doesn't share that love of Jesus and know that Jesus is their Lord and Savior, then keeping Christ at that center of our relationship is going to be even harder because it's going to be you trying to keep Jesus at the center. And I think like a lot of the things me and Wyatt talk about are Jesus. And we talk about a lot of things about our faith and we'll like pray for each other and push each other closer to God and I just can't imagine that being only one-sided or how could I even talk about Jesus around him if he didn't believe which I could but it just wouldn't have that feeling of like we want to grow in this together so I don't know it's definitely something you'll have to reflect on on your own I hope this um, what we talked about at least helps a little bit Um, some of these verses and my thoughts (laughs) I hope that helps, but if you really do need help, either message me and and I can do my best and I'll pray for you guys, or talk to someone you know, talk to someone you look up to or really respect and and are close to and can give you that guidance, and preferably talk to someone who is a believer or maybe someone who is in a Christ-centered relationship right now and can kind of help you navigate that, but you guys are amazing. I love all of you. I wish all of you the luck on this crazy dating adventure because dating is weird. And um, I know God has great things in store for you, whether it's marriage or not. But keep him at your center. Keep chasing after him. And yeah, I hope you guys have the greatest week ever. Once again, please reach out if you need anything. And I will see I mean, I will be with all of your beautiful faces next Wednesday. All right, see you guys.